And all the great questions of life were answered in heaven. We want to come and look upon our Lord today. And see the great creator and savior of our lives. As we study the word of God together. And illumine the word of God by the Holy Spirit. And give us life as we're together. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, first I have to announce that I'm not seeming. <laughs> <laughs> 
<笑>我需要宣布一下，我不是思敏弟兄。I think our brother may have announced that Siming is speaking, but uh，我弟兄好像跟我们宣布说是思敏弟兄要讲到。And I'm happy to be back with you.我很高兴的可以跟大家一起聚集。I was away for most of the summer speaking in different places.我在暑我在夏天的时候，我在很多地方有办特会。I'm thankful for those of you who prayed for me while we were gone. And as some of you know, my older brother had a stroke recently, and uh, thank you for your prayers on behalf of my brother Ralph. So as I've been away and thinking about sharing here, I wanted to share some things over a period of messages on the wisdom of Jesus. Uh, now, how many of you are smart? Raise your hand. Uh, you may be smart. Now, how many of you are wise? Oh, that's a whole other question. Isn't? So we want to look a little bit at that this morning. Now there's different levels of wisdom. But what is the highest wisdom? Saving wisdom. That's more important than, than you knowing how many stars are in the universe. To know saving wisdom. Uh, is the beginning of the Christian life. Would you turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 1? Our brother Paul speaks about this saving wisdom. Now I know most of you this morning are saved. But we just have one week to gather in those that we love. So the gospel can be shared next Sunday. And so I thought it would be good if we looked at this saving wisdom in preparation for our gospel meeting next week. Now we've already had the high priest Ezra talking to us about worshiping this morning. Because we don't want one out of ten worshiping, right? Ah, but now we've also had the prophet Joel, who has told us we should bring somebody to the gospel meeting. So we have many uh, servants of God here in our midst. We also want to share with you on this matter of the importance of bringing people to hear the message of the gospel. So let's read some verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us who are saved, it is the power of God. And then verses 21 through 25. 
For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. 世人凭自己的智慧，既不认识神，神就乐意用人所当为愚拙的道理拯救那些信的人，这就是神的智慧了。For Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, under the Jews a stumbling block, and under the Greeks foolishness.犹太人是要神机。希腊人是求智慧，我们却是传经持字架的基督，在犹太人为绊脚石，在外邦人为愚拙。But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God.但在那蒙召的，无论是犹太人、希腊人，基督总为神的能力、神的智慧。Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God. Is stronger than that. And then just two verses in chapter 3. Verses 18 and 19. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He takes the crafty in their own craftiness. There are things that God has crafted in our DNA that cause us to want to find Him. One famous theologian said He created us with a hollow place in our soul until that soul is filled with God. It remains hollow. 神造我们的时候，在人的里头放一个空虚，一直到当神占据那个空虚之后，他才能够得到满足。But there's also a searching for God in our minds because in the very being of our life, we desire to know wisdom. 可是，在我们人的心思里头，我们也有一个欲欲望，呃，欲欲欲求，需要能够认识神。We want more than just knowledge. 啊，我们希望可以追求超过啊知识。as you know, our children today in school are learning a lot, a lot, a lot of knowledge.你知道我们的孩子，他们在学校里头今天学很多很多的知识。But they are fools, not wise.可是他们确实愚拙的，不智不智慧。They don't know what to do with all that knowledge.他们不知道用这些知识来做什么。But they desire wisdom.可是他们需要，他们想要。Because wisdom understands how things work.因为智慧能够让你知道事情的运作。But wisdom understands people. Wisdom understands life. And the devil knew it. Because in the Garden of Eden, he said, Eve, this will make you wise. Philosophers down through history have been searching for wisdom. Uh, 
The word philosopher comes from two words. Philos meaning love. Philos Sophia meaning wisdom. Sophia They love wisdom. They search for wisdom. And there's four main questions they're always seeking the answer for. What is our origin and creation? Is there a God who answers us and leads us? What is the way to live a righteous and holy life? And what is our destiny? What is our end? 我们的, uh, coach, uh, now, the wisdom has a problem. Uh, when, uh, we have knowledge. Every one of us. But we don't gain wisdom unless there is light shine on the knowledge. And when light shines on knowledge, we go, aha! This famous Greek philosopher who said, Eureka! It means I found it! This Greek philosopher, he went around the streets of Athens with a lantern over his head looking for light and looking for wisdom. But man's wisdom is very limited. Because even the famous Socrates, uh, Plato, Aristotle, you should know your philosophers, right? Plato wrote a story. And said that life is like shadows on a wall. We can't see the reality, we only see the shadows. You see, without the light of God, man's wisdom is incomplete. We see shadows. It's because man's wisdom is restricted. What did the Solomon tell us man's wisdom is? Wisdom under the sun. So we're on earth, we have light from the sun. And it, and it gives us a certain amount of human wisdom. But Jesus came into the world as the light that gives life to every man. His is the saving wisdom that truly makes us wise. Let me just give you a little background in wisdom. Before we touch on Paul's saving wisdom. Now man's wisdom came to its highest peak in the Old Testament. And why is that? It's because people in the Old Testament found wisdom in God. We all know what Solomon says. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning point of wisdom. Now you see, philosophers try to find wisdom by arguing and talking back and forth. But the wisdom of God in the Old Testament is not found by arguments. But it's shown in the lives of men who discovered the light of God. But even Old Testament wisdom is incomplete. Paul said, I have come to share with you mysteries that were hidden until Jesus came. Now you understand why. Because only when we understand what Jesus did on his cross and in the resurrection. Only Jesus coming answers the question of why were we born in creation. Only his coming answered the question, indeed, God is alive and he cares for us. Only the coming of Jesus answers the question of how can we live righteous. And only by the coming of Jesus do we understand our destiny and our end. Let's look at just four guys in the Old Testament. Who were wise. Now they were truly wise men. Now when I was a teenager going to college, I wasn't a wise man, I was a wise guy. I, I studied philosophy at university. Uh, oh, I thought I was very smart. Oh, very wise. I even had a pipe that I smoked <laughs> because it makes you look like a philosopher. Uh, uh, I, I love to be smart. To have all the answers. I study philosophy. Ah, so you see, that's what people do when they think about philosophy. But the men in the Bible learn saving wisdom in a whole other way. Now, how does a man search for wisdom? Well, here's answer number one. If you go through the problems and the suffering of Job, you will search for wisdom. Now look at all of our children. They have no care in the world. By the time they're a teenager, they know everything. It's only when they start suffering, have trouble, that they really start searching for wisdom. And Job, in his suffering, began to search, why was I born? Why did my mother ever bear me? 
所以那个约伯他碰到困难的时候他就开始思想为什么我会被生下来为什么我妈妈生我 Suicide is number two cause of death in teenagers. They're searching without light and they die in despair. Job in his suffering cried out for wisdom. And his friends joined him. And for 36 chapters, all of his friends and Joe himself spoke man's wisdom. But it did no good. It answered no questions. It didn't really help. Job asked God, Why was I born? Job even knew, I know my Redeemer lives, and somehow he's going to redeem me, but how? And I know my end is not the grave, there's something beyond the grave, but what? Oh, his friends all shared their great religious wisdom. And Job finally said in chapter 13, Oh, that you would be completely silent. Now that would be wisdom. You know, man's wisdom does not help a suffering man. How did Job gain wisdom? God showed up. And when God showed up, man's wisdom was burned to ashes. Job says, I spoke out of foolishness. I repent in dust and ashes. Because he learned a lesson. Wisdom is not finding out why, where, when, but whom. He found his wisdom in God. And God blessed him. He understood his purpose. And now his life was as a son of God. Now Moses was another man who found wisdom. But he tells us when he found it. You know when? When he was 80 years old. Now he was probably the smartest kid in Egypt. He probably went to Alexandria University. He was a soldier. He was an engineer. He was a prince. He was smart. But he didn't have wisdom. What does Moses say about wisdom? Well, we have some verses in Psalm 90. That's one song we have in the Bible we know. Moses sang. Listen to a few verses. Verses 1 and 2. 
Lord, You have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were born, or You gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, You are God. 主啊，你世世代代做我们的居所，诸山未曾生出，地与世界你未曾造成，从亘古到永远你是神。Now here's what Moses is saying. 这是摩西所说的。I was in the bulrushes. 呃，我在那个芦苇里。I grew up in Pharaoh's court. 我在呃法老的宫里长大。I lived forty years in the desert. 我在旷野里过了四十年。And now I am in the wilderness in tents. 我现在在旷野的帐篷里。And now I am eighty years old. 我现在八十岁。And I realize you have been my dwelling place. 我才发现你其实是我的居所。Not a tent nor a palace. You have been my dwelling place through all generations. 啊，不是帐篷，不是宫殿，可是在。世世代代，你做我们的居所。You have been my home. 你才是我的。Why have I been searching for a home? I gotta find a home. Where's my home? 我要找到我的家。我的家在哪里 ？And all this time, you were my home. 那这一段的时间，其实你是我的家。Look at verse ten. 你看第十节。As for the days of our life, they contain seventy years, or if due to strength, eighty years. Yet their pride is but labor and sorrow. For soon it is gone, and we fly away. 我们一生的年日是七十岁，若是强壮，可到八十岁。但其中所盈夸的，不过是劳苦愁烦。转眼成空，我们便如飞而去。Now we don't have time to read the whole psalm. 我们没有时间读整个诗篇。But you understand what Moses is saying. 可是你了解摩西的意思。For eighty years, I fooled around. 有八十年，我真的是浪费了时间。I grew up in Egypt. I ran away from Egypt. 我在埃及长大，我逃离埃及。I didn't want to go down to Egypt. 我不想要去埃及。And yet, through it all, you provided for me. 可是这一整段的时间，你都供应我。You led me. 你带领我。You saved your children. 你拯救你的儿女。Despite my folly. 就算我是这样子。You still took care of us. 你还是照顾我们。Oh, how foolish we've been. 我们真是愚蠢。We spent so much energy on our own desires. So he ends in verse twelve. So teach us to number our days, so that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. 求你指教我们怎样数算自己的日子，好叫我们得着智慧的心。Now Moses found wisdom looking back. 啊，摩西他呃回顾，他就得到智慧。Some people are so stubborn, like me. You have to live long life before you can look back and find wisdom. 啊、uh, ，有一些人像我一样愚蠢的，你需要活很久，你才能够回想，才得到智慧。But how do we know that Moses found wisdom? 我们怎么知道摩西得到智慧呢 ？Because if you truly have found wisdom， 因为如果你真正的寻到智慧 ，you've been made humble， 你就是被谦卑下来。And who is the most humble person on the earth？ 这世上最谦卑的人是谁呢 ？What does the Bible say？ 圣经说什么呢 ？Moses 是摩西。He was humbled by his life. And so here he is at 80 years old. So he is now 80 years old. How many of you think life is over at 80 years old? 多少人觉得八十岁的时候生命已经结束了 ？If that's true, I have five more years. 啊，如果这是真的话，我只剩下五年可以活了。But however many years we have, 我不管我们活多久 ，Why don't we humble ourselves? 我们应该谦卑自己 ，and apply our lives by listening for the wisdom of God. 我们应当数算自己的日子，听神的智慧。We've wasted a lot of time. 我们真的是浪费了许多的光阴。That's what Moses tells us. 这就是摩西跟我们说的。And we know Solomon. 然后我们知道所罗门。What a wise man. 
Why was he such a wise man? He knew how to live in the present. He trusted in the Lord with all his heart. He didn't lean to his own understanding. He feared the Lord. And what did God show him? It's like Solomon saw the fabric behind all of creation. Solomon could see God's fingerprints over all things. Solomon Solomon had such great wisdom. He he understood the ant and he understood the hippopotamus. He understood the ways of creation. And he understood the ways of man. It's because he feared the Lord. And even when he got old, how many of you know when you get old, you can get silly? Can you imagine old Solomon running after women as an old man? But as a king, he married every pretty woman he could find. And he also worshipped every idol he could find. Oh, a wise man can become a fool when he stops trusting the Lord. But even when he was deep in sin, when he said all wisdom is vanity, vanity. Why? Because it's wisdom under the sun. Still he said, I find eternity in my heart. Still some destiny for me. Even though I can't figure it out. So we learn much from Solomon. And the fourth guy, Daniel. Daniel was wiser than any of the men in the court of Babylon. Uh,但以理在那巴比伦的宫殿中,呃,任何人都有智慧。Yes,啊,这是为什么?His in Babylon, there was no worship. There was no temple. He lost it all. Except for one thing. He purposed in his heart to keep the law of his God. And because he kept the word of God, God opened up his understanding to the wisdom of the future. Daniel began to understand about all the great kingdoms and empires of this world. And even in a vision, he saw the Son of Man coming on a cloud of glory to establish the kingdom of God on earth. He was wise regarding the future. But even Daniel was told in the end, 
可是甚至但以理在最后也被说。I don't know if you read Daniel chapter 11。Everybody agrees it's the most confusing chapter in the whole book. 很多人都说这是圣经里面最困难的一章。This 69 weeks and one weeks and you know all that kind of stuff. 你知道有67个跟一。So when God told Daniel all of this information about the weeks and the kings of the north and the kings of the south, Daniel said, What does all this mean? God says, Close up the book. Later on, somebody will be able to open the book and unseal the meaning of these mysteries. So you see, there was wisdom in the Old Testament for those who found their wisdom in God. But it was not complete. They could ask questions. What is man? What is life? Why was I born? What will my end be? But Paul tells us that when Jesus came, Christ is the wisdom of God. And in him are all the treasures of wisdom. Now in light of the gospel meeting, I want to talk about specifically saving wisdom. Jesus came down to earth to bring saving wisdom to man. It's only after we receive saving wisdom that the Spirit of God can open our heart to the wisdom for the mature. The great wisdom of creation and destiny and all these kinds of things. But you notice when we read this passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 where Paul wants to speak of the wisdom of God that this wisdom of God is completely different from the wisdom of man. Now, this saving wisdom is a lot different than philosophy. Like I said, when I was in college, I studied philosophy. And while I was in college, I got saved. So now I got saved, so I had my Bible, and I also studied philosophy. One day my Bible went like this with my philosophy book. And it's when the Bible said this to me. God's wisdom is opposed to man's wisdom. Now that's tough if your major is philosophy. Listen to what he says. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19. For it is written. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the cleverness of the clever I will set aside. I thought, 
Well, I thought I was pretty clever. You mean God's going to set me aside? And he's going to destroy my wisdom and make me dumb again. And then verse 20. Where are the wise men? Where is the scribe? Where is the debaters? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? You mean I'm studying philosophy and God says all this is foolishness? And then chapter 1, verse 27. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God's chosen the things that are not, so that He may nullify the things that are. 二十七节，神却拣选了世上愚拙的，叫有智慧的羞愧；又拣选了世上软弱的，叫那强壮的羞愧。now, of course, God wants man to have wisdom. The whole book of Proverbs is about man having practical wisdom. But what does Paul mean here? God is going to nullify man's wisdom. He gives four reasons why man's wisdom and two dollars and fifty cents will get you on the subway. Man's wisdom is no good. Reason number one. Man's wisdom cannot find God. Now let's read verse 21. Listen to this. For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not come to know God. And Shen now I don't know what it says in, in Mandarin, but it's probably not the same as in English. Here's what the verse says. God looked at man's wisdom and saw that man's wisdom can't find God. Because man lives under the sun. He can't find God. No matter how smart he is. You know, there's some people here have very big brains. You can't find God. By your own wisdom. So you look around and say, hmm, what's God? Oh, I think, I think he's the moon. You know, everybody's excited about the moon yesterday. Friday the 13th. And it was something else, a blue moon or blood moon or something. This is very important. Did you stay up and watch the blood moon on Friday the 13th? Some people say, Oh, God is the moon. Well, look at that. God is an elephant, something big. God is a river. Or we think of our old great grandpa. He's old, he's got a big beard. We say, God is a, a big a man with a big beard up in the sky. But our religion and philosophy, we can't find God. 
Unless God reveals Himself, we remain in the dark. And so you remember when Paul visited Athens, the whole city was full of idols to different gods. But they had one more just in case. To the unknown God. Just in case we forgot you, we will give you a statue. We don't know what your name is. Number one. What good is wisdom if it can't find God? Number two. God opposes man's wisdom. Because its end is not truth, but pride and boasting. True wisdom humbles us. Man's wisdom makes us proud. I'm a philosopher. When I was in school, it was cool to be an existentialist. I'm an existentialist. Full of pride. The existentialists don't like the nihilists. Philosophy is full of pride. Full of boasting. My leader is Wittgenstein. My leader is Camus. All it is pride. It doesn't find truth. It turns in on itself. So Paul says, let a man who's proud become humble if he wants to find wisdom. Read those verses in chapter 3, verses 19. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God, for it's written, He catches the crafty in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the reasonings of the wise that they are vain. So then let no man boast in men. 因这世界的智慧在神看是愚拙，如经上记着说，主教有智慧的中了自己的诡计，又说主知道智慧人的意念是虚妄的。Now, man thinks he's smarter than God.啊，人以为他比神还要聪明。Don't you? Don't you think you're smarter than God?啊，你会不会觉得你比神还要聪明呢？You say, oh no, not humble me. But when something doesn't go your way, you say, now God, it shouldn't be that way. Suddenly you realize you think you're the smartest person on earth. So God lets you come up with your own answer. And He uses it to trap you. He catches the crafty in their own net. Until that pride is God rejects it. Greek civilization, the civilization of philosophy, so full of pride that Greek civilization was destroyed by moral decadence. Smart people with perverse sexual drives. 
The great city of Athens was destroyed by moral sin. What does the Bible say? Pride goes before the fall. But wait, wait, wait. Number three. The wisdom of man is nothing because. Man's wisdom cannot save. You see, if wisdom is going to be helpful, it needs to be able to save somebody. So we look at verse 21 again of chapter 1. For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not come to know God. God was well pleased through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. He says man's wisdom couldn't save man. So God's foolishness saved man. Now we'll talk about that in just a minute. But you see, man has all kinds of schemes of how to go to heaven. I gotta do more good works than bad works. I gotta burn little automobiles and houses and, and pray to my ancestors. I gotta keep all kinds of rules if I wanna be saved. I gotta sacrifice more, I gotta cut myself, I gotta do something. God says that's all foolishness, you can't save yourself. But not only number three, man's wisdom cannot save, but number four, man's wisdom cannot save everybody, anybody, lowly and great. You remember how Paul carries on in chapter 1. He says, Now, when you were called, you weren't noble, you weren't wise, you weren't the best. You were nothing. But God saved you. Listen. The Greeks had this idea of being saved. You gotta work your brain and become smarter and smarter and see greater and greater mysteries, abstract thought, until one day, aha, you see the light and you're safe. Now what happens if you haven't been to university? If you're not smart, if you're a common laborer, Greek says, I'm sorry, you're not wise enough to be saved. Now the Jews have very practical wisdom. But they set up so many rules and regulations to get saved. And who can get saved except professional rule keepers? Any kind of salvation has so many rules to it to get saved. It's too complicated for the common man. Jesus' wisdom can save anybody 
great or small. So this is saving wisdom. Now we must ask the question, what is saving wisdom? What is the content of saving wisdom? What can answer these longings, these searchings, these questions in men? What is the wisdom that's really helpful to mankind? And here's where, J- where Paul reveals the saving wisdom of God. What is the wisdom of God? What's the wisest thing he's ever done? It's one word. Cross. The wisdom of God, the saving wisdom of God. Is the message of the cross. Saving wisdom is the word of the cross. Because when the cross is preached, it says to mankind, you cannot save yourself. It's a divine no. To man's efforts But God's ways of salvation through the cross they're so different from man's wisdom that the natural man cannot understand it. So different is man's wisdom from the wisdom of the cross. That is, Paul compares the two. He has to use irony. He has to use a special way of saying it. He says this God's saving wisdom. Is foolishness. Now, what does he say? It's foolishness in quotes. Because it's actually very wise. But when man hears it, he thinks it's foolish. So Paul says, okay, let me talk about saving wisdom. It's foolishness. And he describes three reasons that the way of the cross is foolishness. First, because the wisdom of the cross seems foolishness uh, to man. We read this in verse chapter 1, verse 22. The Jews require a sign. The Greeks look after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Greeks. Now the Jew comes searching. How can I be saved? How can I be saved? Remember the rich young ruler. How can I be saved? I kept all the laws. How can I be saved? But the message of the cross says, 
you can't be saved by your good works. Your own righteousness cannot save you. You have to come to Jesus Christ and acknowledge his cross is your wisdom. And the Greeks are seeking wisdom. No, 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 no. This message of the cross is too simple. A man died and shed his blood for me. Ooh, that's too earthly. That's too gruesome. I, I, I want something beautiful. I want something abstract. I want something very intelligent. But that's not intelligent. You're a sinner, Jesus died for you. So the Greek said, foolishly. Now through this all, Paul is using two words back and forth. Two words. First word is Sophia. Sophia. We like to name our girls Sophia. Sophia means wisdom. But the other word he uses is Moria. Now not Moria. That's named after Mary. Moria. 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 And that means moron. That's the word we get for it means foolishness. So what are you? Sophia or Moria? See, Paul likes to play on words. Now, have you ever heard any dear mother name their newborn child girl Moria? Stupid? But when 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 a sinner hears the message of the cross, they say Moria. But there's a second reason. It's foolishness because the message of the cross is given by you and me. So he says in verse 18. The preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. And in verse 21, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save those who believe. Now here is a message. Maybe God should send an angel down. Angels are very tall. Taller than Ray and Mike. If an angel comes in this room, he has to duck his head. The ceiling is too low. God could send an angel I'm imperfect. But God chooses to use Christians 
to preach the message of the cross. Even though I'm a fool, 虽然我是愚蠢, he uses me to preach the message of the cross. But there's a third reason he says it sounds like foolishness to the world. 可是还有第三个原因, it's because of what he says in verse 25. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Now what is Paul saying? When you hear the gospel, it makes God sound weak. I sent my son to earth, and he died on the cross. The devil won. The Roman government killed the Son of God. How weak is God? It's weakness. How can you be saved by somebody weak? God should be strong. Jesus should come with a sword and kill everybody who's a sinner. God sent his son to die. What a weak. Oh, it seemed like Satan won. Ah, but the weakness of God is stronger than the strongest man. And the foolishness of what he did is wiser than the smartest thing a man has ever done. The devil never knew. That Jesus was the greatest victory in human history. And when the eyes of a sinner is opened, they see that the foolishness of what God did for them is the only way a man could be saved. Now, why do I share all these things? Because next week is our gospel meeting. And there are many people living under the sun. You have some people you know who are suffering, going through many problems like Job. Maybe some older people like Moses who've been through a lot of years realize they've made many mistakes. But God, we understand. God allows all of these things to bring us to the cross of Jesus Christ. So many people don't know why they were born. They don't know what their destiny is. They do not know how to live a wise life. And you're the one who's been sent. With the message of the cross. And the second reason is so important is this. He says it in verse 18 of chapter 1. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. When you share the message of the gospel, it sounds like foolishness. And you must be a fool to share it. 
The Lord is looking for those who are willing to preach the foolishness of the gospel. Because what happens? When you preach the message of the cross, it meets two different kinds of ears. Those who are perishing, and they say it is foolish. But those that God has chosen to be saved will hear and say, I hear something true. 可是那些神拣选要得救的人呢，他们听到就说他们听到了啊真理。All sinners, when they hear the message of the cross, they think it's foolishness.啊，所有的罪人，他们听到这个啊啊十字架的信息，他们说这是愚拙。Underneath the message of the cross is the greatest truths and wisdom of life.可是在这个十字架的后后头是一一切啊一切的的真理。Now there are some. Among you that you know who are called to be saved. But how will they be saved if they don't hear the message of the cross? And how will they hear the message if nobody goes? Paul says, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the message of Christ. And so this leads us to the all important question. Are you willing to be a fool for Christ? When you share the message, you know some people reject it. Are you willing for that? Oh, I was so wise in college. Oh, but now I think it's better to be a fool for Christ. As a matter of fact, I would say this. I think Paul is the wisest man I see in the Bible except for Jesus. And the reason he's so wise is that he became a fool for Christ. Now we are fools for Christ. We've been saved by the cross. But the and that means that wherever we go, the opportunities around us to witness are not random, but they're in the providence of God. Some people that are, will be invited next Sunday will be people who will hear the message of the cross and be saved. Paul says, Unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. We're just foolish vessels. Not the best speakers. Not the wisest of people. But we just share the foolish message. God loves you so much, He died for you. Come to Him and ask Him to be your wisdom. And some people will become fools for Christ, even next Sunday. I hope we can learn the saving wisdom. It's the highest wisdom there is. Here is saving wisdom. The cross says no to man's attempt to be saved. 
就对那些愿意用自己的好事来得救的人就跟他们拒绝了 The cross says yes to those who humble themselves before the Lord Jesus。十字架呢，就对那些愿意谦卑自己在基督跟前的说是。this is the saving wisdom of God. Let's just have a few prayers before we leave and just remember these things as we go out to witness even this week.
在神那里有一切的宝宝藏，他要把他他要拯救一切智慧赐给我们，让我们在神的智慧中得救，并活在神的真理和智慧中，让我们去传十字架的真理和信息，因为十字架拯救我们是。神来供应我们，来到神的面前，让我们来认识神，来得着得救的智慧，让我们大传神的福音，把一切的荣耀归于主。以上祷告奉主耶稣基督的名。Our sister prayer, dear, dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that you have so loved us and gathered us, even filling us with your Holy Spirit and your presence. Lord, we thank you for your servant,、uh, Lord, that you have poured forth、uh, your wisdom.、Uh, Lord, indeed, man's wisdom cannot be. Cannot save. It is foolishness.、Yeah. That only knowing Christ and and God is the beginning of wisdom. Lord, we thank we thank you, Lord. Indeed, you have destroyed the wisdom of the wise. But Lord, that,、uh, Lord our, our wisdom is but pride and is but pride.、Uh, but Lord,、yeah. Christ is the wisdom of God, and all treasures of wisdom dwell in Him. Lord, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you have saved us by your saving wisdom. And Lord, do help us, Lord, that we may share the message of the cross. Do equip us. And Lord, that we may indeed share your gospel. Pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much because you know we are foolish. We have no wisdom because we are part of from you. Thank you so much that you come to the earth, become a foolish. Uh, for us and to despise, despise、uh, by people, by you people. We thank you so much today. We can confess we rather to be despised because we want to bear the cross. We want to be uh, be be uh, foolish as、uh, worldly wise. We thank you so much that you、uh, strengthen us.、Uh, we can go out to to spread your good news. We pray, we pray that you bless those who、uh, step、uh, out for gospel、uh, chat. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you, Lord, that the foolishness of God is wiser than men's wisdom. <coughs> and thank you, Lord, that we are just the way we are, Lord, because you are the wisdom. Lord, therefore, help us to be sensitive to the teaching of the anointing. Lord, may this Holy Spirit continue to lead and guide us. Whether it's in preaching gospel, in sharing testimony, or in our daily living, Lord, may You increase and may we decrease. Lord, help us, Lord, to continue to lay hold on You, Lord, to grow in You, Lord, and to have Your, to have You as our wisdom. We just commit ourselves to You, Lord. Thank You in Jesus' precious name. I pray. Amen.